0: When two joggers come across a dead body in a park in December of 1983, the police will find the clues that they'll assume will point them to their suspect. After solving the riddles and reaching out to the public, an unlikely person comes forward. But not to confess to the crime, rather to a scavenger hunt, leaving the murder case closed, but still a mystery to this day friends and associates the meltdown what a week it had been well let's not you a meltdown let's actually have an actual mini so. Maya you have not done one of these in a while you make them two hours long and everybody gives up after like some time you know or they like space it out the true ones space it out okay so listen Everybody knows the drill by now. Every single part of my life is changing, including my job, meaning one mini and one main episode a month. And this one, you actually are getting a mini This is the most underwhelming thing I have ever read in my life. And if I know it, if I have read it, if I have heard it, then you have to as well. If I have been disappointed, you have to be disappointed as well. So let us dive the hell in. <laughs> it's like 10 minutes. It's not even a dive in. It's not your usual deep dive, is it? Deal with it. How are you going to cope with it? I'll live. I live. On to the story. Picture this. I need you to picture this very vividly, okay? There are two articles in this case, so I really need you to let your imagination run. There are two joggers. It's you and somebody else. You and your best mates are running. Where are you running in Miami, Florida? What is the year? It is 1983 what is the month? It's December. What is the day? It's a Sunday. You are on your day off. You're just running down a Miami neighborhood. Okay. Is it cold in Miami in December? I don't know. I didn't Google the weather prognosis. What do you stumble across? If you are a true crime junkie, you will probably be scarred for life. However, you stumble across a man lying face down in a car park. Now, what is the correct procedure when you stumble across that man? Your first thought is probably somebody's drunk, somebody's just wasted, they're passed out. But because you have heard one too many of these stories, you actually go to check up on them. As a good citizen that you are, you approach this man that is just lying face down in a parking lot. You realize that the man indeed is not just drunk or asleep. So your first call is to whom? To 911. Who you going to call? You're going to call the emergency services. And they quickly come, just rope off the whole area. And as they start processing the scene, just... You know, taking in all of the evidence, your job here is done. You go home. Now you are in the shoes of the detectives on the scene. There's thunder, there's rain. So the investigation has to be put on hold. And now you're thinking all of the evidence, all of the clues are going to be washed away. Well, think twice. While they're all waiting you know, for the weather to become sunny again, they are starting to look into the victim. And they finally identify the man. The man is called Francisco Patino Gutierrez. You only know a few details on Francisco here. The only thing you know is he is a Colombian national. He has been a seaman, so you see his work record. And he has also been to Miami on that day because he came on board of a cargo ship from Panama. You also know the cause of death, which is strangulation. But literally nothing else. So the sun comes shining and you as a police detective, kind of because of your prejudice, you know, because it is 1983 after all, and your prejudice leads you to believe that this might be something to do with cartels, you know, Griselda Blanco was rolling that area, not so far away from this year, actually. Wanna Google that? Wanna double check on that? Wait a minute. Actually, guys, I was more spot on than I thought I could be. She was arrested in 85. Oh, my God. I know my history. I know my true crime. It's really not about you. It is really not. <laughs> I'm in a silly, goofy mood. Continue with the story. So you don't know much. Your prejudice leads you to believe that this is drug related. But now you go back to that scene of the crime after it stopped raining. And you see a dumpster with a note on it. And you're like, wow. There was a clue, then it started raining, thundering, and nobody even came to remove the clue. And as a police officer, you also think, well, it has rained. Like, I'm not going to even be able to read whatever was on this note. However, the note, somebody predicted, might have predicted that it's going to be raining. So the note was actually inside of a plastic bag. On the note was the riddle. It was the sole reason why we are here because I thought something special is going to happen once they read this riddle. So let me, let me hook you after literally telling you not to expect anything. The riddle said, once you're back on the track, you'll travel in night. So prepare your old self for a terrible fright. Now the motive is clear and the victim is true. You've got all the answers. Just follow the clues. Now, as a detective, you know, this isn't the Zodiac speaking, right? This isn't some cipher that you have to put in the newspapers for some old-ass couples to decipher on the internet. You actually follow the clues. You do what? You go around that parking lot. And you're also looking at the pictures that were initially taken from the crime scene. And soon enough, the second clue you find taped to the back of a speed limit sign. This clue reads... Yes, Matthew is dead, but his body not felt. Those brains were not Matt's, because his body did melt. For Billy threw Matt in some hot boiling oil. To confuse the police, for the mystery, they did not toil. This was now too much for the police. They had to reach out to somebody else, because who is Matthew? The victim's name isn't Matthew what is the oil that's not the cause of death? Like, nobody died by being boiled to death, by being scorched or anything like that. So they start thinking... Is there another victim? What is going on? Is this some sort of like revenge plot killing? So, Sunday Miami Herald had to got in on it and to run an article about this case. And this is how the case was dubbed the Liquid Matthew murder because of those notes alluding to hot boiling oil. I thought it was because of the rain, but you know, (laughs) silly me. So silly. Miami Herald runs the news and, of course, there are multiple tips. There's a whole tip line set. However, then a man calls in and he does call police department tip line to confess. However, he doesn't confess to murder. In, this man, in what is to this date the lamest phone call to the police. I'm sorry, sir, if you're still alive by any chance, I'm so sorry, but this was such a disappointing call. You disappoint me. <laughs> You ruined my week. You ruined my life. You thoroughly disappointed me. You should be ashamed of yourself. He calls the police, right? You're in the shoes of this man. You are ringing up the, the police. The secondhand embarrassment. The schadenfreude the transfer blama of it all because you're telling them that you are the person that have just posted the notes that the police had found but two months earlier you didn't kill anybody no 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 you did it because you're a regular church goer and you just decided to put up some prank for Halloween okay I'm going to tell you what happened, what the police thinks happened with Patino Gutierrez. However, however, the bane of my existence is that these losers didn't even then ask this man from everything I have seen. Like, where was the other clue? How many were there? Like, let's solve the mystery. What was it about? Because if it is a scavenger hunt, then there must be a point to it. They never bothered to just go back and look for the remaining clues. And yes, it wasn't only the one churchgoer that called the police office to tell them about the clues. It was somebody else who confirmed it. So I guess that guy was actually off the hook. But come on, why do you train to be a police officer? I mean, I suppose even in the US, kind of like here in the UK, you actually have to go for training, okay? Even in the 90s and 80s, you have to actually go for training to become a detective, to become the police tech who goes on to these scenes of the crime and you have no curiosity who taught you agatha christie would never agatha would never so this mystery has just been solved left abandoned and the murder of patino gutierrez kind of as well just has never been completely answered so So, they knew that he was the colombian who got to florida on that cargo ship Well, the police will uncover that he was attempting to smuggle about 11 pounds of coke. And the ship was actually raided by the police, so that's how they knew. So they kind of put two and two together, I don't know, there's like a paragraph on this, and thought that the cartels found out that our boy Gutierrez Patino here had been caught and they decided that he needed to pay up and that's why they strangled him. I don't know the cartel members to be strangling people. You know, Jorge Ayala and Griselda Blanco did not operate like this. What if he was part of a bigger picture? What if he was one of their cartel members? And we just never knew because nobody looked into it. Because this theory, BTW, was never proven. Nobody was arrested for this crime. And the murder case was just closed in 1983. I told you I will be telling you an underwhelming story. Did I deliver? Yes or no? The answer is yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> just gonna do a mic drop, a little bow. And this is the exact representation of my unhinged mind right now. I have done a minute, so we are here. 13 minutes. Let's go. This is how it's done. <laughs> it just exit. <laughs> Absolutely no comment. To everybody that actually thinks I'm joking and is expecting a plot twist, there is none. This is the story. (laughs) Happy Monday, fuckers. Keep making (laughs) the world a better place. One motive at a time. Stop unsubscribing right now. I I swear to you. (laughs) I swear to you. You're gonna have an epic week. I mean, it cannot get worse than this story. Nobody (laughs) wants. it cannot get worse than this everybody yeah cue the meltdown cue the meltdown I shall be seeing you in two weeks time make sure you go to the main channel (laughs) where I post like two hour content (laughs) this is hilarious I'm actually having a blast (laughs) probably crying Uh, right now I'm having a blast leaving you on (laughs) this just like nothing happened in this story it was underwhelming and I told you it will be cool That's it. (laughs) Bye now.